Hi, I'm Renee Philpott, and this is Selling with Charm. After over 26 years in sales, there's one thing I have learned. Sales is fun. Join me as I help you simplify your sales process, and together we will reach your weekly, monthly, and yearly goals. Let's get started. Today, let's talk about four things to consider to improve your sales. So these four things are things that I wish somebody had told me from the beginning. I'm not sure they were covered really well in my initial training. It's not the first thing that comes to mind sometimes when we are talking with sales reps or beginning to train them, talking about the new position. So it's four things that I think is very important to improve your sales and also to make it more enjoyable for you. So the very first thing that I want you to consider is you need to think positive and you need to remind yourself to think positive. So thinking positive does not mean you are always going to think positive. In reality, we are wired to think of what could happen so that we can prepare for it. And that makes us sometimes not be necessarily as positive as we could be. And in sales, it's no different. But if you think positive before you do calls and as you approach potential buyers, then you're going to have a lot better outcome. Also, if you look at your day's activities in a positive light instead of from the point of view as it wasn't as fruitful as you wanted it to be, then you're going to be much more successful. So what do I mean by thinking positive? Okay, let's say you're getting ready to reach out to a buyer or a potential buyer. And they have asked some questions and you're a little nervous because you don't know exactly what they were meaning by the questions they ask. It could go either way. Think in the positive point of view about why it could be a yes instead of why it could be a no. That way, when you reach out, you are in a much better mindset and you can really think from the point of view of how can I solve the problem that they have. If we're in a negative mindset, it's really hard to be open to possibilities. If they ask us when something can be delivered, for example, and we know that it's a tight schedule and sometimes it's taking a little longer to get delivery done. If we're thinking negative, we're going to be thinking, oh, they're not going to be happy about this. If we're thinking positive, we just know the facts are this and everybody is having about the same problem when it comes to getting things delivered. So instead of thinking, oh, no, I've got to tell them it's going to take two weeks and my competitor may have it in stock, we're going to say it's taking about two weeks to ourselves. And when we reach out, we're going to be positive about that. We've been getting most things done and installed within two weeks instead of, oh, it's going to take about two weeks. See how different that feels? If somebody's reaching out to you and they're very positive, even if it wasn't what you were expecting, you will see it in a different light and so will your, your potential customers. Now, in addition to thinking positive, when you're going to do a cold call, what happens to us? We all get kind of nervous and sweaty and not sure what the outcome is going to be. I, I don't care what anybody tells you. I love cold calls because I love meeting new people. I still get nervous because they could yell at me. They could say, no. They could say, this is the worst time ever. Can you leave? But you know what? It's never killed me. 
And if I really think positive about it, when I walk in, it's really hard to scream at somebody that's smiling. And if they do, it's easier to shake it off if I'm smiling and go back to my car and say, tomorrow will be better. The next call will be better. They're having a bad day. Instead of, oh, I did something wrong. Nobody likes me. I'm never going to make it. We're going to think positive. Another thing I want you to consider when we're talking about thinking positive, hang out with the kids who are the positive thinkers. Now, we're not kids. We're adults. But there's some high performers that are selling a lot. Make friends with those people because I guarantee they're thinking positive. They are not scared to death when they have to call somebody to tell them it's going to take two weeks for delivery. They are going to get behind it and do whatever it takes to turn it into a sale. They're going to be happy about their job. They're going to like the things they sell. And it's going to rub off on you. They're going to be happier with their life. You're going to be happier with your life because that's the people you hang out with. There's going to be some underperformers that are part of maybe your organization or maybe associations or networking groups that you're part of. You're going to have to separate yourself from them. If you want to be a high performer, you got to think like a high performer. And that means listening to them, taking in all the information you can. Now, maybe you work independently and you don't have the opportunity to hang out with the high performers. There's tons of books, all kinds of YouTube videos by those people who are doing well. Fill up on those and stay away from negativity. There's a lot of people out there that's going to tell you that sales is not the best career. They're going to tell you that you can do this or that and there's hardly any sales involved. If you want to make it in sales, you're going to have to block that out and think positive and follow the people who are winning at what you want to do. And if you do that, it's going to be a lot easier to remind yourself to stay positive. Okay, moving on. The second thing you're going to have to do is you're going to have to focus on results. What do I mean by this? Well, most of us in sales work pretty independently. Somebody says, here's what I want you to get done and have at it. You can figure out the best way from point A to point B, but the results is what I'm looking for. If you haven't been in sales before, you may be used to getting um, rewarded for performance that doesn't always have a final outcome. In sales, that's the bottom line. You need somebody to sign an order, and you're going to have to focus on that. So I'm going to give you some examples. Sometimes in sales, there's some things we have to tie up, some loose ends. And the first thing is, if we you know, go talk to someone, we're going to have to give them a price. It's easy to avoid giving a price because that, again, is an opportunity for somebody to say, no, that's too much money, and we try to avoid that. You're going to have to focus and get the things done that leads to a sale. The first thing may be doing a quote. Maybe there's some questions you got to get answered. Maybe you're not sure. you got to reach out to some other people. It's going to take some time. Be real easy to get distracted and not get down to getting the quote done. Now, maybe there's some networking events. You can get tied up on LinkedIn. You can watch the YouTube videos for training. Don't do any of that if somebody is waiting on you to get them 
and answer a quote to do a presentation for them because those are the things that lead to a sale. So don't put off the things that lead to sales. You got to focus. The next thing is maybe you've got some return calls to do, phone calls. Get those done. Don't put it off. Maybe you've got to touch base with someone. They said, I'll let you know in two weeks. That's a whole nother lesson we can get around to, to avoid the waiting. But let's say you have expected to hear from them and you haven't. You're going to have to focus on, you got to hear from them to get a yes. So that should be included in your everyday activity. You've got to avoid the distractions and do the things that lead to a sale first. Again, there's going to be times you want to put that off. But in order to get the sale and, and get the deal and sell quota, you're going to have to do what it takes to get a signature on an order. And the first thing I can tell you is reach out, get the signatures, get the pricing, the answers, everything you need so that you can move on to the next step of closing the sale. You know, always when we do a quote, we've presented it, is it going to be a close? But we cannot get to the close without presenting a price. And then we can move on, focus then on the next step to get to the sale. But you're going to have to focus on the things that get your results. And usually that includes reaching out to people, giving them information, getting information back to them. And it normally does not include things that are easy with no resistance. You're going to have to do the things that require a little bit of energy and sometimes we'll get some resistance that you're going to have to overcome. So focus on what gets results and don't get too carried away with things that just take up your time and feel like work, but that actually are not work or at least are not the things that are going to get your results today. So focus on what you can do today to get results before you get distracted down the rabbit hole of things that may pop up or be fun to do or nice to do or can lead to sales months from now. Focus first on what can get you the sales now and then work on the things that's going to get you sales later. All right. Next, you got to be consistent. Normally, what happens is people who have been really successful in sales will tell you, you got to do the activity, you got to do the work, you got to, it's a numbers game. And it absolutely is all of those things. But it's not a numbers game unless you're consistent. So what do I mean by that? Well, when I first started in sales, we would have these days and it would be called blitzes. And I would feel pretty successful because I could really get in the cold calls. I got used to hearing no, I was pretty comfortable with it and could make myself think positive. And so I was really good at winning cold call contest. And it's also really how I got better at sales because I just did the numbers. And so I just failed over and over again until I figured out what I needed to say and what I needed to do and what really worked. Once you do that, then you got to be consistent. Once you know what works, you got it's more important than the numbers. Figuring out what works and doing that every working day on a consistent basis will make sales successful. And it'll make you enjoy it much more. We all have had those up and down months. Well, the, and that's sometimes one of the worst things about sales is it's, it's up and down. Or you can't count on it. If you're consistent with your activity, then you'll be able to can count on your income. 
So it's not that sales you can't count on, not that commission is a bad thing. It's that you have to be able to count on yourself for the activity. So you got to be out there being consistent, doing the activity. And that is more important than the numbers. So it is a game of consistency instead of a game of numbers. So next, be patient. Nobody told me you had to be patient. They told me you had to work hard, you had to see a bunch of people, you had to do a lot of things. But here's, here's what I want to tell you. You got to be patient and you got to believe. If you know what you're doing is going to lead to a sale, it's a lot easier to be patient. And if you stick with it, you're going to get the sale, especially in a sale that is a high ticket item that has a longer sales cycle. It's going to lead to a sale, but you've got to do all the work. You've got to uncover a need. You've got to get agreement that that is a need and a want. You have to gain clarity that you understand what it is they're wanting and they're needing. All of those things are important. And once you do that, then you can get the sale. But that requires you to be patient, requires you to ask some good questions and to go back consistently. Because if you say, if they say whoever the responsible party is and every time you go, they're gone, you're going to have to be pretty patient. Now, there's some other things with that that we'll be covering later in a podcast episode. But the first thing to remember is you got to be patient. And it's easier to be patient when you believe in what you're doing. So once you remind yourself to think positive, you're hanging out with the people who's hitting their numbers, you're learning to focus on the things that get results, not on what's easy, you're consistent with that, it's much easier to be patient. So these are the four things that I wish somebody had told me from the beginning. I learned the hard way, but once I learned it, it made sales so much easier, so much more comfortable. And I think sales is the greatest job in the world. So I hope that you will agree with me and focus on these things. Learn to think positive. Bring yourself back to a positive point of view whenever it gets a little hard to, and you, you see yourself being negative. You know, one way to identify that is if you start making excuses. Ask yourself, what could I have done differently and then think positive about that. Next, focus on those results. What's going to get me a sale today? It's probably not working on a better brochure instead of delivering the quote or getting the answer um, when a potential client reaches out. Next, you got to be consistent. You can't be on fire one day and then let it die down for a week or two and then go back to being on fire. You got to be consistent. And lastly, be patient. Be patient with yourself. Be patient with your company. Be patient with the people that you're going to earn their business. Just enjoy the process. And if you do all four of these things, it'll be a lot more enjoyable. So that's what I have for you today. I look forward to hearing from you inside of the community and as you share your thoughts on the podcast. 